What's up? What's up, y'all? It's keeping it real with Miss Breaker. And today, I want to talk about growing up in the South. You know, I just got off the phone with my grandmother not that long ago. And, you know, she's in her 80s, and we had a good conversation, just me reminding her what my memories were of her and I when I was younger. And I said to her, you know, just giving my praise and my thanks to her and telling her that I appreciate all the things that she taught me growing up, you know, teaching me how to fish, her and my grandfather, teaching me how to sow, teaching me how to grow plants and fruits and vegetables, teaching me about nature, walking in the woods. Like, I am such a knowledgeable person because of my grandparents, you know, and you know, it sucks because my children aren't going to be able to have that advantage unless I show them, you know, that life. I'm grateful that my brother got to experience it because it's so peaceful being in the South. It's such a blessing. It's so warming. It's so welcoming. And a lot of people up North are very afraid of being in the South, which surprises me, frankly. Um, It's so interesting how people, I mean, when I went to college, I went to college in New York. So like the people that I met were a lot of international. There were a lot of people that live, you know, California, Texas, fucking in New York itself, uh, there's probably like maybe one or two other people from Boston. Um, there were like people from Rhode Island, Connecticut, motherfuckers everywhere. Okay. International overseas from London, Paris, France, um, Greece. I mean, Italy, like Spain, everywhere, Puerto Rico, like, you know, it's, you know, my school was very diverse culturally. Um, a mix a little, every, everybody, you know, Koreans, Canadians, I can go on. But that's not the point. The point is, I've been around so many people in my life, and I realized that a lot of people are afraid of the South because of the history. But people don't realize that the Southerners have more of a hospitality, you know, welcoming home. I mean, Sweet Home Alabama is a goddamn song, and that shit is real. Like, the feeling of going down South, like, every time I go down South, y'all, I love being around my family. I love being around my people because it's different. Yeah, it might be some crazy shit down in Selma. I can't control that, okay? Selma is a whole nother motherfucker in Birmingham, too. Like, shit is wild nowadays, and it's out of our control. It's, it's what we can do. It's how we can do things moving forward, but not not control. I can't control that. You can't control that. We can try our best to, you know, teach and educate people and help people change for the better, but eh. You know, when society, when we're here in America, it's, it is America. That's all I want to say. But, um, you know, I've met so many people who are afraid because they have this idea of, oh, you know, I'm a person of color. I can't go down there. You know, they're going to be racist to me. I'm going to da 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 And it's like, are you serious? Like, are you that ass right now? And I say to myself because, like, I always tell people, Boston ain't that pretty. Motherfuckers here don't like black people. Yeah, yeah, this melting pot, this melting... No, it's not a melting pot. It's literally fucking broken glasses trying to push and jab next to each... You know, it's like breaking a mirror and trying to put it all together. It's not going to look the same. There's too many cracks to put glass together. There's too many spaces. It's never going to be the same. It's just not... That's Boston for you when it comes to people of color, people from the islands, people from, you know, overseas, wherever. 
wherever you are in the world, you come to Boston, it's very segregated. You know, now you got white people moving into the black neighborhoods and black people moving to the suburbs. You know, it's 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 very interesting, but that's another time, another day. And I always say to people, like, down south is so much better. I said, you say good morning to someone in New York, they might say good morning to you, but come say good morning to someone in Boston. People are going to look at you sideways. Some people won't say anything to you. Even some elders won't say anything to you. They're just rude. And all I can say is this fucking weather. This bipolar-ass weather. Next thing you know, it's warm, then it's fucking cold. That's what makes people mad for the most part. It's the weather that be controlling a lot of things and people's emotions. That's that's just my opinion. Um, you know, we just it's cold as fuck. It makes us angry. I don't know nobody that likes the cold other than, you know, a few motherfuckers. But people really don't like that shit. But um, anyways, you know, but when you go down south, once you pass, you know, uh, I would say, I'll give and take P- Pennsylvania, uh, you know, I'll say, yeah, once you pass Connecticut, a little halfway through Connecticut, yeah, you can talk to people and they greet you and they welcome you, you know, love your neighbor is real down south. Like, yeah, you're going to have your little fair shares of racist people, but hey, it's every fucking way. It's just expressed differently in every other state like it's it's different yes it's different but anyways you know I appreciate all the things that my grandparents taught me you know I, I was just talking to my grandmother like yeah we used to feed the hogs and get on the back of my grand my um my great uncle's truck and oh my god when I tell y'all I used to hate this shit so imagine this a long ass road I mean my grandparents has a lot of land down south my grandfather's family they they own a lot of land over 200 and some acres of land and they, they you know they they took care of their shit and um we had cows we had pigs we had horses we had chickens we had um bulls um they did have goats oh yeah we had goats too yeah i forgot about them we had goats we had fucking fig trees peach trees uh, plum trees, fig trees. I said that already. My bad. I didn't mean to repeat myself. Um, pecan trees, but they say pecan. Uh, <laughs> and uh, we have all different. We had so many different fruits and vegetables around us. We even had pomegranate. Believe it or not, uh, we had all types of orange apples. You know, pe- pear trees. Like we had it all, right? And um. We would have to feed the hogs, and I used to hate it because I used to be like, damn, this shit is so country. And mind you, I, I've always, I grew up down here. My mom would let me stay down there up until the time I needed to go to school. So then I would go down there every summer since I started school. You know, when school began, I started only going down there every summer instead of, you know, every every year I'm down there or whatnot. So we got to feed the hogs, and my great uncle's truck was old as shit. I remember it just being blue little rusty big ass no this truck didn't have a fucking back flap you know like in trucks you have this thing that you pull down you know to lift things up and put it on slide it in he didn't have that part so that part is supposed to like close the trunk in of the truck the back of the truck bed so that things don't slide out my uncle didn't have that so you know we had to you know, get off the truck, climb up the truck, you know, simple shit. So imagine a long ass road and there are, 
hold on, my uncle's house, our house, my aunt's house, my grandmother's house. And my aunt at the time didn't move down there until like I was a little, my great aunt didn't move down there until I was a little older. So there's four houses and we, all these four houses, each house has at least, we all made sure like, because we had so many pigs, we had to make sure we had enough buckets to feed them. So each house had at least two to three buckets of like, you know, pig slob. It's not really slaw, but it's just like, you know, the food that we don't eat, we don't throw, we never threw our food in the trash. We always threw it in the buckets for the pigs, for the hogs. And, you know, for the most part, the only thing we only threw away, and we never, yo, I just realized this, y'all. We didn't even have a fucking trash can after a while because my grandfather used to hate the, the humidity and how the, the, the trash would smell. So we would feed the hogs, put the food in the hog buckets. And sometimes we might have four just in case, like, family might come visit. You know, people are coming to stay with us. So my grandma's cooking a lot. And, you know, we're going fishing a lot and whatnot. And we didn't have the trash can anymore because my grandfather would burn the trash behind, um, like, behind our house where the field, uh, on a field between the houses. Now, mind you, these four houses are separated. It is probably, like, a good maybe mm, I'll say 40, maybe 50 feet away from, maybe more than that, actually. It's, it's, we all spread apart. Okay. We're all spread apart, spread apart. And, um, we would get on the hog truck, not the hog truck, but my uncle's truck. And we would get on there. We put the buckets on there. So one day I was telling my grandmother over the phone, they just had me cracking up, yo. So one day my, my uncle was like, if y'all fall off, I ain't stopping. Only time I'm stopping is if I'm stopping at a house to get them hog buckets. And we just be laughing. We didn't take it really serious until one day one of my cousins fell off that motherfucking truck. <laughs> and I never in my I yo, I've always seen this in movies. But bruh, he rolled. When he fell, he rolled fucking out of that truck after falling. And it was just hilarious. And he's just running, trying to catch up with us. He did not stop. My uncle did not stop. After that day, I was like, yeah, let me make sure I'm holding real tight on this motherfucker. And then we got to, we're on the back with the thing don't have nothing to hold us to stay in there without sliding out. So imagine four houses and put this together. There's four houses and at least three to four buckets of slob for the hogs. We are, it's probably... How many kids was it down there? It was like four of us down there. So we're all picking. No, it was actually five of us down there. It's five grandkids because I would stay down there. There would be five grandkids. Sometimes there's six. And we're down there. Mind you, my great-grandmother had ten boys and seven girls. They all had children. Their children had children. Just imagine big-ass family, all right? This this is real. I'm not making this shit up. This is this is how I grew up. And um, so I'm just sitting there and I'm like, oh my God, I got to make sure we holding on to the shit. So we're putting all the buckets in there. We got to hold these shits. We hold it because my uncle, he didn't play. He didn't fucking play. He's from the South. He didn't play that shit. He told us if y'all get all that hog slob slobbed up all around my truck, I'm I'm up tear that ass up and y'all going to clean it up. That's just dumb. That's the Southern mentality back, you know? We, they were serious. We working. We, this ain't no fun and games. We out here working. So that was our little job in the morning. So we would have to get up real early in the morning to do that. Maybe, like, actually, that's a lie. We have to get up before the sun to water the flowers. 
and then we have to water the flowers again after the sun gets to the like mid peak in the sky because it starts to really dry the fruits and vegetables out and we got to make sure they're hydrated i mean being down south um when i was down there not in the summer so being in alabama in the summertime like uh june uh july august and a little bit of September, it just rains. It fucking rains. It's not a real summer without rain in Bama. And it doesn't rain all day. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it does. But, like, it just rains. It's humid. Oh, my God. When, when I tell you, I hate that shit so much. Like, I love being down there because nature, being able to see the fireflies, seeing all these big-ass butterflies. just It just was so peaceful being down south. And I just hate the simple fact that, like, the heat is what killed me. Like, man, I, 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 don't, I don't even have to move. I can be sitting in a chair under the shade and be sweating. Like, it gets so goddamn hot down there, y'all. I can't make this up. So, anyways... We would have to do that all the time. And then, you know, I'm just thinking back to my life. And, you know, I had a really fun life. I, you know, I had that farm life like my mom did, but not as much as my mom. I mean, my mom told me her grandfather had a whole farm. They was selling okras. They were selling carrots. They were selling everything to the point that they was now selling their fruits and vegetables to the supermarket in the town of Rochester, New York, where they used to live. And, I'm like, for real, my mom's like, yeah, we even, we even grew tobacco, you know, my, we used to help our grandfather roll the tobacco, um, we used to help him hang the tobaccos, squash, you know, clean the tobacco, let them hang up, and then we let them sit, then we roll them up into cigars, and we sell them to the supermarkets, we sell them to, like, you know, different stores, bars and shit. My grandfather had a bar and it's like, dang, wow, that's so cool. And then, you know, hearing the stories about picking okra, they even had cotton, y'all. I mean, my grandfather had a cotton field too. You know, my grandfather had a corn field. They had, they had everything. They was living a life. And I sit here to say to myself, like, that is real hard dedication. You know what I mean? Like any family, like all this land in America, we all would have get all, have our own, have, land of our own and have farms and all this stuff we wouldn't have to rely so much on the supermarkets we wouldn't have to rely on any of those things because we'll be solid for the most part but it's just for me it's what bothers me is like I'm living in the city and there are some times where I don't really like being in the city I mean I live in the suburbs now but it's like I used to say to myself, maybe I'm a city girl. Then I'm like, you know, maybe I'm not. I think I'm a country girl. I like being in peace. I like being in nature. And it's just, it's a different type of feeling. It's a different type of high where it's like, I feel so at peace. No worry, you know? And I love it because it's like, it's so adventurous. Hanging out with my cousins down south, man. Down south parties. Woo! The down south parties. There is no party like a down south party. Man, down south is different. Y'all ever heard of the foot wash? Oh my goodness. I still haven't had a chance to go to the foot wash as an adult, but I am trying to make plans one day, one day, one day, one year doing the foot wash. I want to go. It's the foot wash is a whole motherfucking week after Labor Day. Uh, after the Labor Day weekend, it's that whole week they just doing a foot wash. Originally, the foot wash was for. Uh, black people to keep their feet clean, you know, at the churches. The churches would start the in Uniontown, Alabama. The churches would uh, help people clean their feet off when they be done doing work, 
in the land, in the fields, and, you know, keeping their feet healthy and all that stuff. And then down the line, down the line, down the line, down the line, somewhere someone changed it up. And the foot wash became this whole big-ass clubs. Like, I can't even explain this shit to y'all. Like, everybody comes to my grandparents' town to turn the fuck up, to go all out. I mean, they have tents with strippers. They have fucking bull rides. They got liquor. They selling all types of shit. They selling, oh, my God, herbs. They selling everything. They out there selling shirts, sneakers. They got food for fucking days out there. When I tell you it is a party, I mean, it is something so surreal. They got cars out there. They have a car show. They got a motorcycle show. They just do it all. And being down there and hearing about it not experiencing it yet but I will I will I will I say to myself like you know it's so interesting how black people down south are so much are so more um connected and unified in community they value those things and like other places like up north in Boston where I'm from it's like family is so segregated family is so separated family is not you is not as valued as it was or as it is still in the south and I'm not knocking and saying every southern person care about family no but I'm saying the most southern people that I know people that I know down south I'm not family with a lot of people, but people became family because they grew up with my family. And my great-grandmother was such a beautiful, you know, helpful soul. She, you know, people didn't have things. People didn't even have places to bury their loved ones. And my grandmother let them bury their family in our graveyard. And it's just like, you know, that is so, like, we helped each other back then. It was so different. And, you know, I said to myself, like, I hope one day, then I meet someone that is so down to earth like me and that understands the value of family that so that we can continue the traditions that my family I want to go I go fishing with my brother when it's summertime in the springtime like I teach him different things you know I got to teach him how to sew his shit because that's I think a skill that everyone should have not just women and just you know like I used to help my grandmother my great-grandmothers and my great-aunts sew we used to help them. They used to teach us how to sew, to sew the quilts. I still got my quilt. My quilt's on my bed, y'all. My great-grandmother made it. My grandma made it. My great-aunts. Oh, my God. They put so much love into my quilt. I love it so much. And it's just like, these are just, this is tradition, y'all. This is tradition. So it's like, you know, I talked to my grandma. And, you know, my grandma used to always do things with me and stuff and take us out. But it's like. There's no no real experience in life until you experience the life of nature. And it doesn't even have to be down south. But, you know, being down south is so different. It's so loving. It's so open. I mean, I love the thunder and lightning down there. I used to be afraid of that shit. I'm not going to cap. Like, the lightning down south is different. Like, when I tell you different, I mean different shit that motherfucking trip mobile home be shaking anybody home be shaking the the thunder hits the ground or it really doesn't hit the ground lightning comes rises up not the other way around and i'm not gonna get into that right now but if you know you know but it would just shake the fun the the, shake the ground it was so scary but it was like that was that was nature and my grandfather my grandmother used to always tell me like uh-uh, don't be afraid of God, don't be afraid of, don't be afraid of Mother Nature, like, this is supposed to happen the way that it's supposed to happen, and you can't do nothing about it, it's out of our control, you know, you just gotta 
you know, respect it and, you know, live on and keep going. Don't be afraid. Can't be afraid of the Lord. Can't be afraid of God. And I used to always just be like, oh, my goodness, this is crazy. Like, what is going on? <laughs> like, I can't I can't live like this. But I used to always say to myself, like, you know, would I ever live in a place like this? And honestly, being in a suburb um, is no different than being down south. The only difference is the speed. You know, the speed limit is different. But I always say to myself, like, as I get older or when I get older, I know as I'm getting older, my goal is to have a beautiful big house, you know, with a porch all the way around that motherfucker. A nice big ass porch where I can just sit in a rocking chair, you know, and just look out out my patio and just see nothing but land and trees and flowers. And I want to have my own garden. I want to do things differently. I want to fall into the traditions that my grandparents fell into or not even fell into, grew into because that was their lifestyle. That was the lifestyle that they had back then because of the, the uh, unfortunate resources back then. And, you know, like the fact that my great grandfather, which is my grandfather's father, died when he was like 40 in his 40s, like early, mid 40s. He had already had 16 kids. And like, yeah, that's a lot. But I mean, when you have a whole bunch of boys that can help you work, I mean, it's just messed up because like my grandfather used to always say, I wish I went back to school, but I couldn't go back to school because I I was a man. I had to work. And being eight years old taken out of school because you were forced into work because that was that was considered um being a man is just it's it's so hurtful, you know, to know that this was how life or this is this was once how life was. Sorry for the tongue twist. Um, my my mind is moving a lot faster than my words right now because I am thinking about how I want to say it without, you know, being disrespectful or degrading any in any way. I want to be mindful of what I say and how I say things because, you know, everybody's life and situation is different. But, you know, it's unfortunate that my grandfather, you know, couldn't go to school like some of his brothers. And, you know... And some of his sisters, just because you get a certain age and you got to work. That was how we was able to take care of the home and take care of the land and do all these things. And, like, you know, I appreciate the life that we have now. But sometimes I feel like we're relying so much on things that don't really benefit us. You know, it's making us more lazy. It's making us not do this. It's making us not do that. And no matter how fast this motherfucking internet moves fast, no fucking technology moves faster than the brain speed of thought. So I just wanted to put that in the air to let y'all know, like, you just need to be aware of things and appreciate the small things. Because, I mean, I look back at my life and I say, I had a great life with my grandparents. I enjoyed you know, the time being down south, being in nature, experiencing that southern love. Oh, my gosh, the food, being able to have that passion for love, for baking, for cooking is because, one, my mom for cooking and baking. My great-grandmother, she used to make tea cakes. She used to make lemon lemon cakes. She used to make her own frosting. She used to make all types of shit. Oh, my goodness. My grandmother's house smelled like nothing but sweets, but it was a good sweet. It wasn't too sweet. It was just, oh, it was a lovely smell. My grandmother used to make so many pies. And I say to say, like, 
I want to be the person that I am becoming. I don't, I'm okay with learning. I'm okay with absorbing things and gaining new skills. And I hate that people are so afraid to do that nowadays where it's like, oh, I don't know how many people I've met who are older than me and my age that don't know anything or younger than me that don't know about cars, that don't know about this, that don't know about that, where it's like we're in a new day and age where it's like we are not living under rocks. You know, women are not trapped in the house, hidden away from all these things. And I'm not, you know, I'm speaking facts right now. You know, we're all living together. We're all here. We're all doing the same. Excuse me. You know, we might not be equal to each other, but we are equally doing the same. So it's like, I feel like women, you know, I mean, choose what you want to do, honestly. But for me, it's like, I look at things differently and I want to be able to show that difference in the generation that I'm going to bring into this in this world. Because at the end of the day, it's like, we all going through a lot of things in our lives and we want to change and we want to see how we can do this. And we're trying to find ways to be better people, to be better parents, to be better friends, to be better sisters, brothers, uncles, aunts, all these things, right? But not really understanding the goal, the message, you know, what do you want that is going to live on forever is what I say. And for me, it's like my mom, when she passed away, she touched so many people. It broke so many people's hearts that there are still to this day, people don't know my mom has passed away. But when they get to me and they talk to me and they, you know, I talk to them and I tell them they boohoo crying. And I'm like, damn, I'm so sorry. You know, it's been a couple of years. They're like, oh, nobody didn't tell me. I'm like, man, I try to tell as many people as I can. My mom knows so many goddamn people. It is hard. Like, my mom's low-key little celebrity. Like, that's how I feel. It was so hard to reach out to so many people. It was, man, oh, man. But with that being said, my mother touched so many different people in a different way. And although it was different touches, it was all the same message. Love, unconditional love, you know, no judgment, free, you know, comfortability. Like, and that's something that I bring to, like, for me as a person, I'm very understanding. I'm very genuine. I feel like now I've just been like, oh, I've just been so stressed out. I feel like I've been so off. And I'm doing my best, y'all. You know, I can only do what I can, you know. And that's something I'm giving thanks to for myself. Like, acknowledging the simple fact that I am doing what I can and doing as I should. And making sense of what's going on. And for me, like... I always had this habit, like my mother, you know, people gravitate to me like my mom and like, and I appreciate the gravitation because it helps me better understand, you know, where I'm moving forward in my life. And yes, the universe is testing me every time. The universe will test my ass every time. Oh, here, Miss Breaker, let's bring this person in front in your life. Here, Miss Breaker, let's have this happen to you and see what you're going to do. It's the same shit you experienced before, but let's see if you're going to fall for the trap. Let's see if you're going to fall for the trap. And that's something I'm learning as I'm growing and, you know, knowing that, like, all the things that my grandparents taught me, that Southern love, oh, my goodness, that Southern love is wrapped around my heart so tight. And although I still have that Southern self, that Southern self-acknowledge, and I say it that way because 
there are some words that I say that are very country. And I do think a lot when I speak because I don't want to throw people off. Because I remember one time I was having a conversation with a few of my friends and we were talking about children. And I said, children. And I didn't mean to say that, y'all. Like, it just came out. I was comfortable. I was relaxed. And I think that is why I don't, I really do think hard before I speak, just naturally. You know, I, I not to say that Southerners get teased about their voice, but. I just, it's annoying for people to always point that out about you only because my cousins would come from up from down South to come up North. And that's annoying as fuck to have to, Oh my God, where you from? You sound so country. No shit. No shit. They sound country, man. Like what? But anyways, you know, I appreciate all the things that I've learned, you know, that I grew up in the South and yeah, it's a different mentality. Yeah. It's a different setting. You know, I've I've experienced some racism down south, but nothing as bad as what my grandparents had to go through. You know what I mean? Like the most I've experienced down there was seeing a whites only sign on somebody's fucking property, and they had a pool, and it was like it was just stupid because it's like, bro, that's your land. We know better not to go on nobody's land. Like, you know, we know the laws down here. Like, shit ain't easy. So it was just weird for me to see that, and it was, you know, a blessing. Because I got to see so many parts of the world traveling and you could feel the hate that people have towards you. And I'm thankful and grateful to be, to have, to have to, to have that experience in my life where I know that if this energy is familiar to me, I know that I'm not welcome and I need to get the fuck away. Simple as that. It's not rocket science. You know, I learned a lot. I learned a lot. I learned I learned how to be solid with myself being down south. You know, going on those fishing trips with my grandparents, walking through the woods, fucking walking to rivers and you know, man. When I tell you I was scared. But at the end of the day, I always say with the knowledge that you gain through your life, it either is going to make you or break you. And it's the same for your experiences. Your experiences in life are either going to make you or break you. It's the same for your traumas. Your traumas are going to either make you or break you. It's up to you at the end of the day. And growing up down south, I learned how to become so wise, so welcome and understanding because my grandparents used to play all types of soulful music when I was a kid. Like I was forced to listen to what they listened to. You know what I mean? And my grandfather used to always tell me he loved listening to everything. And that's why I like listening to everything. That's why my mom like listening to everything. I get that traits, get those traits from him. He loves music. My grandma loved music too. You know, I, man, music was different back then. Like I used to love listening to my grandfather's record, vinyl records. And he has so many. He had Michael Jackson. He had James Brown. Motherfuckers stole all his shit. That's another time for another day. But, you know, at the end of the day, I, I say to, to go to say, like, I've learned that no matter what you go through in your life, your experiences make you who you are. And I'm a big believer on that. And growing up down south, and being down there, being around family, being around different people, you know, yes, ma'am, yes, sir, yes, miss, yes, mister. That was the proper way of speaking to people, especially your elders being young. 
and it was okay like that was it when I used to do that shit up here in Boston people used to look at me I don't know how many times women be like don't call me that I'm not old and my mom used to be like telling me like Miss Breaker um you can do that down south but you can't do that up here and I just didn't understand I'm like we in the same motherfucking place right aren't we in the same place or just in a different state what the fuck you know, it didn't make sense to me when I was young. I, it makes more sense to me now. But, it's, I mean, shit, people are still like that to this day. So I don't even say it. I just, unless it's miss or mister, like, that's what it is. Or, you know, sir, not mister. Sir and miss, that's that's what you're going to get out of me. But it's sad that people don't want to be treated with respect. And, like, down south, I, t- I was taught how to respect people. Although I was, oh, boy, I was one kid, man. I was something else. I think I was like five, five, four, five years old. No, maybe five, five, six and a half, five and a half years old. And um, my great uncle was about to shoot one of the cats, stray cats that lived on the land with us. And I said to him, I said, uncle, don't you shoot that goddamn cat. And when I tell you, all of the older folks that was out there couldn't help but laugh. They laughed so hard. Then my uncle said, you better go home. And I was like, damn, I done messed up. <laughs> my grandmother used to give me prep talks every day, yo. Every motherfucking day. She used to be like, Miss Breaker. Well, Breaker. I have a nickname that I'm not going to share, but Breaker. You better not go down there talking to them folks crazy and swearing up and down and going wild and you bet not. I bet not hear no phone calls. I bet not hear nothing about you. And I used to be like, Grandma, all right, Grandma. I ain't going to do nothing, Grandma. I'm not going to say nothing, Grandma. And sure enough, she get phone calls. Oh, break her down here, cussing up a storm. I just sent her ass home. She need to watch her mouth around these old folks down here. That's all it was, these old folks, these old folks. And I used to be so uh, annoyed because I'm like, damn, I couldn't help myself like I was just that kid that saw what they said. And my mom used to always say to me, you need to think before you speak. And it's just because I grew up down south. Like, (laughs) have you ever met a southern down south who going to say some real honest shit to you? Might hurt your motherfucking feelings, but it's coming from the heart. It's not meaningful to hurt you, but it's just meaningful to let you know that they love you. Yeah. Man, Southerners don't give a fuck. They gonna say how they feel and do what they say. And you just gotta suck that shit up, honestly. Honestly, I mean, I remember... (laughs) I remember one of my friends met my grandma for the first time. And (laughs) they were so shocked how... My grandma just was like, oh, wow, she big just in front of her. You know what I mean? Like, that's just how they are. And and my friend kind of felt all, you know, sad and annoyed. Like, damn, she just called me fat. Like, I feel insecure. And I had to tell my friend, like, my grandma's from the South. I always prep talk people before they come visit me. Like, when you come to my house, you better make sure you speak to my grandparents first, then speak to everybody else. They'd be like, all right, because that's just how it is. When you come into a home, you you greet the older the older adults first, and then you work your way down. That's just respect. People don't do that shit no more. People, I, I just don't get it. When I walk into a room, I say good morning. Regardless if people say good morning or not, at least I said it. 
you know, that's just me. I don't really care. My grandma now, if I had the Southern mentality still and I went into a room and I said good morning to people, nobody said good morning. Oh, they're going to let you. Oh, oh, I'm talking to myself. I'm I'm invisible now. Some respect, you know, like it's different. It's so different. But at the end of the day, I always say to myself, I was blessed to have that experience and I'm blessed to be a part of a Southern family because at the end of the day, I just want to be able to pass a little bit of what I have down to my children and show my kids those things. Like I said, I'm not living on a farm now. Like my grandparents are older, you know, nobody's not really doing much with the land and it sucks. But when people get older, they get, they get, you know, in their fills and, Things don't always work out the way that it should because people have so many ideas or people want to do this and people want to do that. And everybody thinks that this person's looking out for that person or this person is too selfish. And all these are, you know, all this bullshit that people make up just because they don't want to come together and do things as one, you know, the jealousy, the envy, the problems. It makes it harder for people to connect. It makes it harder for people to build off of something and it sucks it really does but at the end of the day y'all you gotta love on your family you know and I'm gonna say your immediate family you know all your family your immediate family and love on those families that are there for you and that that see you but don't do too much just because but the southern family I mean, I've never had a great experience growing up. You know, I learned so much. I realized that people that don't have family from the South or from the Southwest or the West, you know, things are taught differently. You experience life differently. When your kid messed around up in the city, they send them down South to get away from the gang life because that shit wasn't happening down there. You know, like... There's so many different things, y'all. There's so many different things that I can reach and preach on. But I wanted to share that with y'all. Like, growing up down south, I had the best experience, and I loved it so much. I mean, my cousins, we remind each other every once in a while, and it sucks because I have so many goddamn cousins, y'all. I told you, my great-grandmother had 10 boys, seven seven girls, and my other grandma's, my grandmother, her mother had six kids, I believe. And, you know, that was, you know, back then they had big families and the traditions stick and stayed and we don't do it no more. Or at least not all of us, some of us. That's all I really want to share with y'all today. Happy motherfucking Friday. I hope you all are blessed. I hope you all have a safe and healthy weekend. And look deep into yourself. And ask yourself, what do you want to experience to gain more out of life? One love.